Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode nine of the MCU Staincast. Hello, hello. Uh, I hope you guys are ready for a long one because there's a whole lot of stuff to cover. Just us this week. Yes, but before that, it is just us this week. I am one of your co-hosts, Steven. The other one, Dylan. You guys should know this by now. Come on now. Yeah, it's it's the same routine every week. Um, But without further ado, no dilly-dallying. We have a lot to get through. The news. So, starting off with the, uh, you know, lesser important stuff comparatively. Uh, The uh, Shang-Chi, the making of Shang-Chi... Uh, Marvel Legends Hawkeye and the 13 Marvel movies in IMAX all released on Disney Plus this past weekend on Disney Plus Day as well as the Marvel Studios Disney Plus Day premiere which we will talk about in a minute Um, on top of that the Hawkeye run times for the first two episodes were announced to be 47 minutes for the first episode and 49 minutes for the second episode so we're getting a nice little beefy bit of Hawkeye there. Yeah, longer than fucking what if. Yeah, which I'll I'll gladly take. Yeah, as long as it's content, as long as there's a lot of content baked into it, I got no problem with it. If it's just like running on and on and on, there's no need for it. Like there's a fine line between like being too long and being too short. Like you gotta get that middle area. Exactly. Now I'm pretty excited for Hawkeye. I don't know about you. <sighs> My bad. Yeah, I'm I'm reasonably excited for it. I definitely like the Christmas vibe that it's definitely going to be centered around. Like, we were talking about yeah. that with Iron Man 3. It's nice how it's coming out right around Christmas. Yeah, so it's, it's going to make you feel like you're actually, like, in the movie. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Or in the, the show, I guess. But moving on to, I would say, the second biggest news story, which is weird because it's got some pretty big news in it. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. The... Uh, Disney Plus Day announcements for Marvel Studios. Whole lot of shit. I was going to say, we have quite a few. Yes, sir. All right, starting off at the first of my list, the first (laughs) announcement they made was X-Men 97, which is a continuation of the 90s X-Men animated series, will now be produced by Marvel Studios uh, with most of the old cast set to premiere in 2023. So this is our technical first MCU X-Men yeah, I never watched the original series, but I mean, it's good. Is it? I highly recommend. Yeah, I highly recommend. And I mean, at this rate, it looks like we might have to cover it at some point. So, mm-hmm. is it like did they say like how much of a continuation it is, or is it kind of just like same characters, it's, different? So it the show ran from ninety two to ninety seven, and this is called X Men ninety seven. It said it's picking up literally right as the other one left off. Did the other one off like in a like cliffhanger type thing, or is it or is it was it kind of just like? Comic run is kind of equivalent. I don't, I don't really remember too much, but I believe it was like kind of an open ended thing. Okay. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited for that. It's just our first small taste of X Men in the MCU. Um, the next announcement was Moon Knight. That was given actually a little footage and teaser. Uh, it's got a nice little updated logo, and the show looks very dark, very brutal. And this one, I think, is my most excited show at the moment. Yeah, it's looking, it's looking ridiculous. I hope Oscar Isaacs doesn't sound like that, but he's probably he going to in one of yeah. in one of his many voices. Yeah, no, like I was kind of thinking about that. Like as long as he's not always sounding like that, that'd be fine. But he's 
doesn't even sound like him because like I knew it was Oscar Isaac's, but I thought it was like someone else narrating. I'm like, oh wait a minute. Nah, it's yeah, fucking... it, it kind of it sounds a little hideous. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. We'll see how it is once the show comes out. Um, another one that was given footage was She Hulk. Was given uh, a nice updated logo. More that one was given some footage. Also, showing Smart Hulk without his uh, arm fucked up from in, from Endgame. So I'm interested to see if this takes place maybe before the uh, the second snap or after. Or what's going yeah. on with this one? Yeah, because now we have two instances where Hulk's <laughs> looking different. So they're definitely like ones like one's got to happen before the other or whatever the hell the case will be. But we have a lot of yeah. unanswered questions. So exactly. So hopefully we'll get those answers soon enough. And we did get a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a took his pick. We did indeed. It was a nice <laughs> gratuitous ass shot in the trailer. That's what I'm saying. Well, I was missing that in Shang-Chi. <clears throat> a little bit, a little bit. Well, we'll get to that. But um, next, the last thing that was given some footage was Miss Marvel. Uh, that was given our first looks. It's looking kind of mid, to be honest with you, but I'm not that excited for it. Mm-hmm. But... Me either. I'm not crazy excited for more miss for more captain marvel or whatever the continuation of it is i know she could she'll probably be in it obviously we'll see possibly she hasn't been said but not to mention she's also it got pushed from winter of this year to summer of next year so jesus that's not that's not looking too good either yeah no definitely not that's a big fucking delay yeah so but the next stuff that we got was all just Announcements, nothing too big. Um, I mean, actually, some big stuff, but no, no footage or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if season two was officially confirmed to be coming soon? Um, Echo, uh, the series was officially announced. Uh, it's a spinoff of Hawkeye, and the character has big ties to big ties to Daredevil in the comics. So we'll see how that uh, if that ties into the MCU at all with Daredevil. Um, Spider-Man Freshman Year is an animated series set in the MCU that details Peter's origins, and they're said to be giving a fresh look on the beginnings of Spider-Man's story. Um, I Am Groot. We knew about this one. Mm-hmm. It's fucking Groot. Yeah. That, I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's going to be a kid show. It's going to be more of like a fan service, like younger audience kind of show. Yeah, but I mean, we'll probably I, I can't... watch it and cover it, but... yeah. Probably gonna lose a couple brain cells along the way, but it's gonna yeah. be one of those sh- shows where it's like it is what it is. Like I'm not gonna be watching and expecting some crazy twist, some crazy plot. Like it's whatever. Yeah, exactly. Got to appeal to all ages. Um, Ironheart was also given a new logo. Uh, it it looks kind of worse than the other one. I preferred the first one, to be <laughs> honest with you. I don't remember what the first one looks like. Is it like that <laughs> different, or is it more just like like a little bit more touched up? Um, so the first one looked like the comic logo. Which was like uh, red and goldish. Mm-hmm. I'll just pull it so, out. Yeah, I, I was rocking with that one more. Um, and something that was rumored recently that we actually covered was Agatha House of Harkness was officially confirmed to be coming soon. And that's that uh, solo story that, um, or solo series that Agatha's getting on uh, Disney. Plus. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even know. She was a great character and all, but I'm just not sure 100%. I'm like, if I'm solo on her getting a TV show already, like, she's good. Don't get me wrong. I think she was a great part of WandaVision, but I think, like, in terms of characters, like, needing TV shows, like, like it would be cool to see her in one, 
but I'm mixed on it because I, I I think as long as the the quanti- the qual- uh, yeah, the quantity doesn't outweigh the quality, I got no problem with it. But they are they announced a lot of shows, so it gets me a little yeah. nervous. I mean, we'll see. Kevin Feige just said himself that he doesn't think it's too much. Mm-hmm. So the, the kid. But we're not even done with the announcements yet because we also yeah. have Marvel Zombies animated series is confirmed yes, to be sir. coming soon. Yes, Pretty excited sir. for that. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll, it'll be uh, closer to the comics because that'd be pretty interesting. And then, uh, last but not least, Secret Invasion was given a new logo, which I obviously really like this one, the green and purple. We yeah. also got our first look at uh, Nick Fury, who's looking pretty tough with no eye patch and a beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. All we needed was a picture, and I'm still hyped for that shit. Like, <clears throat> like for, oh, I know. We we're talking about a couple, a couple of them. They got like teaser ch- shots. Some of them got nothing, but like just the picture alone was more than enough to have me interested in it. And exactly. I was Secret Invasion is a long time coming. Like it's been hinted at in like every like mo- more recent Phase movie, like Phase Four movie. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see them actually start tying those story pl- storylines together. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Goddamn scrolls! <laughs> the scrolls. We got a lot of Disney Plus content and a lot of stuff to cover, and like that was that that was nineteen st- things I think that I just listed off. Not to mention Loki season two, the Guardians holiday special, and Armor Wars. Mm-hmm. That's all of that stuff, and that's not including all the movies that we're getting as well. So safe to assume that those all those ones you just mentioned are probably going to be coming later, then, right? Well, no, because they all got mentioned like in the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how these are all gonna be laid out. Yeah. Some, well, some some people are saying these all might come out by the end of 2023, beginning of 2024. Mm-hmm. Because Loki's God only knows when that show is getting. <clears throat> Unfortunately, because that was an amazing ass show. But I know they have so much other shit they're working on. Yeah, I'm hoping that comes out soon, but we'll we shall see. Yes, sir. Well, that was it for uh, the Disney Plus stuff. Next is the. Probably biggest announcement or biggest piece of news that we have for you today. And that is today, exactly two hours for, for ago for us when we were recording this, the second Spider-Man No Way Home trailer dropped. Fuck. Yeah. Now, before anything else, Fuck. Uh, we're going to take a second. I did record a reaction. Uh, I'm going to insert that in here so that way you guys can listen to that. Okay, okay. All the villains. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. Alright. Yeah. When you botched that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider Man. Oh, 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 oh,
Dr. Otto Octavius. <laughs> Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, what? Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby-Doo this crap. <laughs> You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die. Fighting Spider-Man. Oh, their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. There's a lizard! The lizard's there! And Sandman, there we go. And Sandman! No. No. They wouldn't hit that one. This That's tough. <coughs> Oh, who was that? Oh, wait, so he's like Cracker. Spider Monday. Spider Monday. I think that um that was hinting towards the like the the multiverse breaking, and hopefully the Spider Man coming through. Fuck. Damn. Fuck. I was really hoping I'd see them. I was too, but I mean, that was still pretty tough. We got hinted at it, right? There was the two others. Oh yeah. Well, we're about to run that back. But we now we're on gonna... top of the fucking Statue of Liberty. That was Doctor Strange, I believe. Oh. We're about to run it back, but now I'm gonna pass it back over to uh, Future Us to break it down. A taste of the reaction, and now, DL, I think we need to talk about this. I think we do. So, I was I actually in you. class. I was in class when this shit came out, and all I see is my phone blowing up. I'm like, no, 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 no. I gotta, I gotta stay back. So I just see smoke saying, "DL, don't look at this chat," and I see all the pictures being. So I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta jump in on this. So I'm leaving class, watching it on my phone. I was watching it in class with a couple of people in class. It was hilarious, but we were dumping the clip. Yeah, I know. Like, ugh, there's just so much to unpack in this trailer. I'm gonna play it right now just to have. I was some gonna of say, I'm, I'm, run, I'm running it scene by uh, frame by frame mm-hmm. right now. Um, yeah, so so just it just starts off giving us a little taste of like what the trailer is going to be about. Gives us the uh, title, gives us the logo and all that stuff. Yeah, and just jumps us right into like it really is picking off, picking up like exactly where the last one ended, with him yeah. turning into Spider Man. I mean his identity being unveiled. Yep. I'm, so it uh, this these movies are pretty much uh, going to take place back to back. This and Far From Home. But then we just get a view of the. Um, Doctor Strange, what is the Sanctum? The Sanctum Sanctorum. Sanctorum, yeah. And you have like him doing that spell. And I, I'm still like confused on exactly how that's going to play out. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of sussiness going on with that. We'll see. There's probably a lot of fake scenes in here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they love doing that shit. But then we see the black suit a little bit later oh, the on. Black suit looks, the black suit looks really good. All the costume designs look amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. Early favorite looking. <clears throat> Early favorite, just like like costume or just character. I like Electro. Electro's looking. I was, fucking... Yeah, Electro's looking really good. They definitely made up for his appearance in. Uh, yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, and then Ox got some like almost got like some like Stark Tech looking. So things. I think my guess is he breaks the. Um, Iron Spider suit and then takes the nano tech. Mm, that would be fucking crazy. I, like, I was kind of thinking because the, yeah, the guy has like the red, like his suit. Yeah. I'm just curious to know, like, how, because you know how movies they could show like so much, and it's literally just the opening act or the ending act or whatever it is. Like, that's, I'm yeah, oh, know, that's like, what I'm saying. Well, this movie's said to be three hours long, like almost three yeah. hours long. Yeah. But the fact that Peter's fighting him in the Iron Spider suit and he's fucking seemingly getting like getting his shit tossed is kind of crazy. Yeah. But then you have some scenes where he's wearing the regular suit. Like I'm looking at the scene right now where he's fighting with Doctor Strange and he's just wearing his regular suit, his black. That's probably black and red. that's probably after the Iron Spider suit got destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, we're jumping around. Yeah, exactly. Because then they have like the little show of it. I had to run that back real quick. I got to run back. Doc Ock flexing his fucking his new bling. Like, you're not Spider. You're not Peter Parker. That line mm-hmm. is so tough. Yeah. And oh my god. <laughs> And then we see Electro, like his suit looks damn good. And then you have the electricity, like kind of making his like hideous ass helmet from the costume. The, the helmet, yeah, I, I like that. I'm on the seat, like I'm looking at the the screenshot right now of the that what looks to be the nanotech going over Doc Ock's arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always good to do, like when they bring it back because like some costumes just don't translate mm-hmm. like from the comics to live action, just look absolutely ridiculous. And I like how they added that little touch where it's like it's not always on his head. Cause oh. him walk him walking Electro walking around with that big ass fucking lightning bolt thing on his head looked ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was hideous. Arguably worse than him being blue. Uh, depending on how they did it, yeah. Yeah, because like if, I mean, if it was like the OD, like the one where it's like tw- like the si- like twice the size, twice of his the size head. of his head. Yeah, yeah that would that one would have been ridiculous. Green Goblin's looking OD tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his little that, like that, his little chat, his little chirping. That shot with Sandman, Electro, and Lizard all jumping. Mm-hmm. They, they definitely edited out the Spider-Man in there. Cause Smoke was right. Like, Lizard's jumping at nothing. Yeah. No, no, for sure. There's definitely a lot of stuff going on here. I'm, I have, like, a, a still frame of uh, Electro right now. He's got the Timmy's on. Oh, yeah. He does have Tim's, which is kind of yeah, weak. He's pulling up Tim. But his suit looks cool. So I just looks super makeshift, which I'm fucking with. All of the designs look beautiful. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see, like, Sandman not in Sandman form. <laughs> And yeah, at the yeah. end, they're definitely hinting at the Toby and Andrew coming in. Oh, you yeah, know, for sure. Saying like they're coming through or whatever it is. Like, fuck. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. This trailer leaves you with a lot of, a, a lot of uh, blue balls because there's just so much going on. And just yeah. knowing that we're not going to be able to see it for, what is it, like about, about a month, right? Um, What's today's date? 16th. Tomorrow yeah, so, is exactly a month. Whew. No, 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 no. We pulled up to the U.K., it's a month from yesterday. It's a month from yesterday. You're right. You're right. And tickets, everybody, tickets are on sale November 29th. Get them while they're hot. Because depending on where you're living at, they may go really fucking fast. I think for us, we should be chilling just because. Eh. Like, 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 all right. So not like if we don't get them like immediately. Do you, like do you that know day. how hard it was? Do you know how hard it was for me to get those tickets for Endgame? I was getting those tickets for an hour and a half to two hours. It's fucking crazy. I, I, I don't know. Like, I got them, but it was ridiculous. Like it's, I, I'm. Def- I'll be curious to see, like, if the movie industry like gets a solid rebound from this, because like us even seeing Eternals, there wasn't like it wasn't like crazy hard, but like Spider Man has that pull from like literally That's, yeah, everybody, it, like, everybody. This this it's got like five million views already. It's fucking insane. Shit literally came out two hours ago. 
it's, it's sickening. I mean, I, I've watched it at least like 14, 15 times. Yeah, I watched it twice in the car. Like, I was getting dummy hype watching that shit in the car. It's just, it's just such, such it, a well done trailer. Like, they, they give you, like, it's like the. It's it's like a one on one how to make a trailer where you you show what you want to show but you're not sure, you're not like spoiling anything or like kind of like giving out plot points without needing to like you you you're exactly like you need to know exactly just that and you can go into the movie and you'd be fine. Yeah, I feel like we saw frighteningly little as Doctor Strange that would put it. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot more to the movie that we just haven't seen. I don't oh, know exactly. We, most of what we've seen is either fake or. Not fake, but very misleading. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I like we were talking about before. I'm just curious to know, like, like if this is the entire movie, or if the villains are like, if the villains are the first act, and then maybe if the other Spider-Man pull up, that's the second act, or if that's like conjoined together, Doctor Strange and Peter are the first. Because obviously we have the different suits and different scenes, and you just have overall, <clears throat> you just have overall like different things progressing. Like you have them like in the city, then you have them like on a train. Like it's just kind of all over the place. So I'm curious to know, like. The pay, what the pacing of this movie is going to look like. Yeah, the, the, the structure is a big question mark because there's no clue which one is like the first, second, or third act. Mm-hmm. But I know someone was talking about it in the chat. But like a little a little iron, like a little Tony, uh, not Tony, a Spider-Man v. Doctor Strange wouldn't be mad at that. Mm-hmm. A little something like that. That shit would be cool as hell. Spider-Man v. Doctor Strange. I need, I need, I need all three Spider-Man teaming up. Oh, that shit would be so... Oh, my God. Like, I could definitely... I can respect the shit out of the fact that, that like, if they are in the movie, they 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 have been keeping it pretty. Like, I mean, obviously, there's speculation and rumors that kind of been taking the place of facts. Like, people are just kind of taking, like, oh yeah, they're gonna be in the movie. I mean, there's the also all are. those leaks. There's also yeah, like, leaks. Yeah, like, there's a lot of leaks and stuff. But like, I can respect that they're not showing them in the trailers because I think agreed. <clears throat> seeing them we in all, the theater, we all know. But exactly, that first theater reaction is gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, because I think I saw like <clears throat> another like rumor leak, whatever you want to call it, somewhere where like there was like a like a skit like a like the people at Sony were fighting between whether or not they wanted to show them in this trailer or not. Yeah, and, Marvel. Yeah, Marvel Studios didn't want them to be shown, and Sony mm-hmm. wanted them to be shown. Of course, Sony did. Sony's trying to get as much hype as they possibly can, not realizing like the subtlety. Like there's certain subtlety you got to put in a trailer, and you can't exactly. be you you can't just be fucking throwing it all out, like putting all the chips on the table. That's the whole point of watching the movie. Marvel like Studios you, knew what we needed. Yeah, like the Marvel is like the king of hype. They know how to build hype. They know how to sustain it. Like that, mm-hmm. that year from Infinity War to Endgame is like one of the craziest, like just one of the craziest years for movies. I mean, obviously, I haven't been around that long. I've only been around twenty-one years, but like for me, anyways, that's like one of the most like craziest years of just like like memes and rumors and hype and and theories Every, and all that. Just, yeah. O O O D. No one knew what was coming next. Yeah, exactly. They were keeping that very hush hush, and I just, I just think the way it ends is just perfect. The way Infinity yeah. War just falls back, it falls in the end game, like oh, amazing. So I'm I'm definitely hoping maybe we might even get a little bit of that between this one and uh, Multiverse of Madness. Who knows? We might get a post credit scene. We might get a little scene at the end showing what's going to happen. I'm hoping. I feel like we kind of have to. The fact that Doctor Strange is going to be, I mean, like we said, we don't know the exact extent to his role in this film, but it looks pr- at least. Pretty significant, I would say. Yeah, moderately. Yeah. He looks somewhat prominent in the movie, at least. Yeah, no, for sure. So that would definitely be cool to get an end credit scene or some sort of mention to uh, his movie coming out in May. Or, um, yeah. Hopefully, I mean, we got some good MCU content coming up the next couple of months. Oh no, for sure. And I think there's so much going on in this movie where even if they didn't reference it, 
I feel like it would still be a ridiculously like jam packed movie. Like there's so much stuff to unpack. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a long movie, but it's mm-hmm. probably going to fly by because of how much stuff is going to be into it. I mm-hmm. just hope they they balanced it and did it right. Yeah, no, for sure. If you guys can't tell, we're very excited for this movie. More than excited yeah. for this movie. So I, I, I'm still rocking a half chub from this damn trailer. Fuck. It's, it's gonna be a good night tonight. That's all I'm saying. This trailer is uh, about to be on repeat. Oh, D, it's making me want to watch Homecoming again. It's making me want to watch No Way Home real quick. I wish. Someone's got to hook us up with the bootleg copy. No yeah, CGI. Too. Yeah. Just, oh. <laughs> we we got to watch that Wolverine copy this weekend. That shit is so... I don't want to see it. <clears throat> nah, you kind of have to for the novelty. So, like, Deadpool's just looking vile, right, then? Oh, all, no, 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 no. All of it. Like... Uh, Wolverine getting tossed off the train is like storyboard driven or uh, drawn. Um, some some of the Deadpool stuff is literally just like a stick figure falling. Like it's it's awful. <laughs> no wonder why I hate that movie so much. That sounds fucking hideous. Nah, I, it, it's definitely something that you gotta you gotta watch at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give a little watch this weekend for Chet Day. Chet Day. Chet Day soon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But that's, I guess that's, that's all it. I have to say. Yeah, there's not that's that's all I have to say about the news. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for everything to come, especially No Way Home. Next mm-hmm. month. Next month. Let's go, baby. But segueing, unfortunately, I I don't mind Shang Chi, but after seeing No Way Home, I'm just I'm just in a different state of mind right now. I'm just I'm just thinking about what of what's to come. But that is the movie for this week. We're taking a little bit off course. I know Dark Dark World should have been next in rotation, but you guys got to get cut of some slack here. That movie's fucking awful. Yeah, that that so, movie's hideous. And and on top of that, we are just celebrating that you know Shang Chi is on Disney Plus this week. Yeah, and I did want to watch it again, and I'm glad I did watch it again. Yeah, it was it was really good. I actually I wrote more for this than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just jumping right into it. Uh, what's your least uh, favorite and least favorite characters? Let's get into it hot. All right. I think we both have the the same ones for both of them. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a pretty straightforward movie in terms of, like, who you like and who you don't like. Like, they definitely had in mind, like, who they're going to develop a lot, throw a lot of effort into, and no no doubt, Mr. Wenwu, the Wenwu's kid. the best. Look, and all I'm going to say is, this is the first one that I will say, Shang-Chi is not the best character, and it's his, and it's his movie. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Because, like, he's not bad. He's not bad. He's not bad. But Wenwu is Wenwu- on another level. Tony Lung... Tony Long, we're right, I'm, I'm gonna apologize now. We're gonna mispronounce a lot of names, mm-hmm. but yeah. he, he was fantastic. Yeah, he just steals the show whenever he's on scene. Like, like even when he's talking to Shang Chi, like when there should be some sort of like, like when they're developing Shang Chi, like I'm just listening to what he has to say, and it's just he's just a damn good actor, and he portrays the character so well. Like that, like that conflict he has, where like, especially that scene where uh, he comes back and finds his wife there. Like that's a, that's a fucking good ass scene. Mm-hmm. That scene is fantastic, and he, he just brings so much emotion to the character. <coughs> yeah, it's it's beautiful. Even I mean, the intro scene where he pulls up, and when they're shooting the arrows at him, yeah, that Bro, the, 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 ten, the ten rings are so tough. And I know Shang Chi's gonna unlock like some unhidden potential or some shit in it. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be so so good. Yeah, the rings look damn good. Like every scene they're in, like. <clears throat> 
Yeah, I just like all the cool combos, the cool moves he has, like where he shoots them out. Like that shit looks so fucking good. But <clears throat> transitioning into uh, our favorite character, Wen Wu. Two things time to bust down on a little uh Fuck Aquafina. We we got nothing but love for Aquafina. What are you talking about? She's definitely not one of the worst fucking characters in the MCU. She is the worst. I, I think I hate her more than Darcy, Malakis. Yeah. Uh who else? Zola. She, cause like, at least with some of the characters you mentioned, like they they at least know their role and stay on the sidelines. But she is just too involved in that fucking movie. Her humor <laughs> is way too forced. It's forced and it's just beyond, like not fun. Like it is so, like it's just yeah, it's awful. I'm like just every, not a fan. Every single time she's on like on screen, like she she just delivers these lines and they fall so flat. Like it's actually it's actually amazing how how much screen time she has in that movie and how many times. I'm just straight faced when in, I'm assuming it's supposed to be like some form of comedic relief. But it's my not. reason, what I think the biggest problem with it is, is that they almost have like two comedic relief devices in one movie. And like both of them are pretty prevalent towards the ending act where you have obviously um, Trevor. Like, like, he, like he's actually yeah. funny. Like he's actually oh, good. Yeah, he's weak. I, lo- I love fucking uh, Trevor Slattery. We yeah, Trevor Slattery. Yeah, exactly. Trevor Slattery. He's actually good. Like he's funny. Like he knows when to be funny and he knows when to say nothing. But like she's like I don't know like I'm assuming he it's scripted. Yeah, it's like, like, like it's obviously scripted. It's like whoever was writing that script just needed to like however many lines she has, you need to like cut it into four, like like, like divide it by four. Like there was just no need for that shit. It's also just Aquafina's humor when she does her her comedy acts. It's it, this is exactly what it is. And yeah. It's ridiculous it, and it it's not funny. It's, it's way too forced and like that scene, like the whole scene with her. And the flight and and Shang-Chi and the flight attendant, and then the following scene of her going back and forth about the name. I hated both of those so much. Yeah, no, the flight attendant, like, like the fact that he's like actually given a good ass <laughs> story, and like, and they just stop telling the story afterwards. Like, I like that's my biggest problem with comedic relief, or when you're trying to insert comedy into a serious scene. Like, obviously, like you don't want a movie to be like not like just so serious where you can't even take it like seriously. Like, I get that. But, like, you got to, like, break it up. Like, you can't just have, like, a serious scene just get completely thrown to the wayside for some cheap comedy, especially that. Like, like oh, it was a very serious movie, and that comedic relief was so much better than this one. Yeah. It was so much more well-delivered, where it's like, oh, yeah, vegetarian or beef? Oh, we're out of vegetarians. Like, shut the fuck up. It's like, that scene didn't need to happen. Like, I, I just feel like this movie had so many scenes that were like should just be like a cut, like should be like re filmed, and they just kept going with it. Yeah, they were just like, all right, this will work. It's like we're gonna film this whole movie in one cut, and like just not like improvise, like not like switch things up when they feel unnatural, which is basically the entirety of Aquafina's purpose in this movie. Like, there's yeah, so many her, scenes that should have been cut, like just didn't need to happen. Voice, her voice is awful too. Yeah, like even when you first meet her, she's already annoying as fuck. Like, there's no redeeming her character because then she get for some reason gets that. Like has that shit at the end where she's the one who saves the day. Like, it just doesn't. It just feels so awful. It's Captain Marvel level, where it's oh, like no, she no. just she doesn't deserve to have that kind of like that kind of like like I don't even know how to fucking describe. Like her character just doesn't deserve to be like entitled, not entitled, like rewarded like that. Like it's a character that doesn't deserve to be by any means rewarded for being that awful. And they always just keep bringing back, keep bringing it back to jokes. Like, awful. I was gonna say skipping it, skipping ahead just because. We're already talking about her. The biggest yeah I moment in the entirety of the MCU, not even just this movie, the entirety of the MCU, 
is Katie hitting that dragon in the neck. Yeah, that shit is fucking ridiculous. Like, we literally watch her. Like, she's already, like, too good as it is at shooting a bow, considering that she's already a valet car driver. Like, she's, like, she's, like, almost, like, and see, at least she's hitting the target. Like, you don't just pick up a bow that, like, like, whatever. Like, suspension disbelief aside, whatever the hell you want to call it. It just doesn't make sense. Like, have just about anybody else take that shot. Or don't even introduce something like that. Have Shang-Chi do something, because it's a fucking movie. Like, yeah. Like, but have him be the one who like, saves nah. the day. It's his annoying-ass girlfriend slash friend slash handsome. Whatever the hell she is. Yeah, slash like, fucking She did not says. need to go. She did not need to go with him. He could have just left without her. <sighs> mm-hmm. Now she was. There were so many scenes in that movie. It's like, why is she either, A, being kept alive, or two... Or B, yeah. exactly. Why is she even here? Like even at the end, when Wong says you, like you too, it's like, why? Like she contributes nothing. Like she's literally only in those scenes because the director willed it. So, like that's not how it should work. Like it should be a little bit more. Like, she was Shung- only in the movie for forced comedic relief. Yeah, because like it's Shang Chi's movie. Let him have his damn movie. Like like I'm, I would almost say one move might, might not have even been my favorite character if that was the case. Because I feel like whenever one moves in it, she wasn't in it. So, like, the correlation between, like, it's just whenever I see Sung chi you always have Aquafina at his side fucking lurking, saying some dumb shit, getting me tight. So, it's like, I just get disconnected because I'm just angry. Yeah, she's fucking so much Aquafina. It, mm-hmm. it, I'm excited to see when he teams up because hopefully when he teams up, she just won't be there. Yeah, hopefully, or hopefully she's just not in the next movie. Hopefully the directors can take a fucking hint. Probably not, but we'll see. Yeah, no, definitely not. I'm sure there's. For whatever reason, some groups of people who are like, oh, yeah, she steals the show. Oh, yeah. Where would Shang-Chi be without her? Like, shut the fuck up. It's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, get me tight. That shit doesn't need to happen. Get her out of the, get her out of the MCU. There's so many other better actors. Oh, so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Another yeah I had seen I have is, um, I keep forgetting her name, because uh, I honestly, it's difficult as fuck to pronounce, but uh, Shang-Chi's sister. When she uh, saves Shaoling. Uh, Shaoling, yeah. When she saves uh, Aquafina, like with her legs, when she's falling off. Oh the yeah, oh yeah. That Aquafina surviving that sequence is a big yeah moment. And that's what I'm saying. Like this will like, and I hate when that shit happens when it's like just a regular ass Joe thrown into a situation like that. Like there's no way in hell she's walking across that fucking bamboo scaffold thing like that. To so that like it's that easy too. Like she's a scrub. She's she's a bona fide scrub, and she's out here looking like a fucking superhero. Like. You can't be forcing stuff like that, at least in my opinion. No, I, been, I agree. She's but, like it's it's Shang Chi's movie, and it just felt like she was in it ten times more than she should have been, for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you have Trevor, like he's just a better <laughs> version of her, and there's yeah, absolutely it, it, nothing to you, do with the gender, like fucking because he's a guy and he's a girl. It's literally just a delivery of her lines because there's funny female characters in the MCU, but like when she's talking it's just not funny it's forced it's unnecessary like and then like they literally introduced trevor like halfway through the movie yeah like as soon as, as soon as he was introduced they should have been a little baton pass and she should have gotten the fuck out i mean she shouldn't have been in it to begin with but if we're if we're gonna have to keep her in the movie at least have her like towards that ending act just have her just be fucking non-existent or just not on screen yeah completely agree she was she was way too much involved in that uh, in that battle. Mm-hmm. But there was a couple other yeah moments. I didn't really write them down, but those are definitely the two biggest ones for me. Yeah. All right. Hold up. Give me a second. I'm gonna fucking. I'm having a coughing fit over here. Yeah, you got it. <coughs> I'm gonna try not to fucking the whole podcast. 
<laughs> Sound like that crap. The Oswego plague. It's busting right now. Oh, D. I'm about to pull up and get sick again. <laughs> Probably. It's a tough scene, but you know, we eat it. Yes, sir. Are you cutting that out or? Yeah, what? All my coughing? Yeah, or like that part. Like this part that we're talking about right now, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm just fucking. All right. Uh... I should be back to it. A little bit. Back to it. All right, well, I think it's uh, moving on to the thirsty moment. I got you. So, unfortunately, guys, there uh, wasn't many thirsty moments of this movie, but I got a new microphone, so I got to suck it a little bit. So, I'm going to get real close whenever I talk about the thirsty moment of the movie. But for this one, there wasn't that many, but I'll give it to dun, 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 Shang-Chi sister, Xiao Ling, or however the hell you say her name, wearing that crop top, fighting them in that. Yeah. Like, she bad. I mean, like, yeah, in the arena. Like, it's, there's not much to speak of. There's not much substance when it comes to, like, the gratuitous shots in this movie, so I'll really leave it at there. Like she's she's cute, but yeah, nothing really, nothing really to bust out your cock for, unfortunately. No, there there ain't many mo- uh, thirsty moments, but I mean, she's she's looking pretty nice. She's definitely an attractive woman. Her her hair ain't it. Yeah, the bangs look look the public ser- public service announcement. Bangs ain't it. We we, we ain't fa- fat. We ain't bang fans here. That's what I'm saying. If you can pull it off, good for you. But chances are you can't. No offense. No offense, but it, it, it just is what it is. Yeah, she wasn't too, she wasn't looking too bad though this movie, so I ain't never mad at that. But segueing over to the uh, favorite scene of the movie, I don't know if you want to go first. Sure. I mean, there's actually there's honestly a couple for me, but <laughs> yeah, there, there's a few. Um, mm-hmm. Let me actually just look at my notes real quick. Yeah. So, um, it is full of action. I'll give it that. Like, there's there's a lot of. There's a lot of in-between action here and there. Like, you, I definitely wasn't, like, bored at all throughout this movie, with the exception oh, yeah. of Aquafina. But besides that, I, like, there, was, there, there was a lot of action to be, to be feasted upon. I think I'm going to have to give my favorite moment um, to Shang-Chi uh, fighting, what's his name, uh, the masked guy yeah. in, in hand-to-hand combat. It's just seeing those fight scenes in the MCU is just different, refreshing than the... Yeah. Very well, choreo- very well choreographed. I wrote that oh, down on here too. Like, very yeah, well wrote, choreographed. I wrote that down. Almost every fight scene was very well choreographed, which is a shame that the final, like the final, final battle was just two CGI monsters because it yeah. was getting to Black Panther levels of. Uh, yeah, it was looking a little hideous towards the how end. How bad the CGI was. But previous to that, that was there was some amazing looking fights. Like it just like any scene that, that involved like Shang Chi or just any of like the uh, Ten Rings. Like it was it was really good. Like especially that bus scene. Like that, oh, the, yeah. that scene on the bus is fucking amazing. Those regular hand to hand combat scenes were fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like minus an Aquafina <coughs> from that bus scene. Like that that's a fucking good ass movie scene. Like that shit is fan fucking like it's a beautiful looking movie in terms of like just the overall like fighting styles and shit like that. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I'm not a fan of Razor Fist. He he's whatever to me. Yeah. He's fucking yoked. He's fucking ginormous. OD, my I mean I have a couple of favorite scenes like that certainly is one of them. We spoke about the bus scene. I like that one a lot. Um, I liked him Shang Chi and uh, Wenwu fighting at the end. That was cool. There was a lot of fucking emotions being displayed there. I was I was yeah. I was definitely I was enticed with it. 
But uh, I honestly, I was fucking heavy with him putting the rings back on after his after his wife died. That shit was hard as fuck. Oh, when he, when he brought um, Shang Chi to to ice that that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just he just walks in holding his hand like it's all fine. He's like, stay here, and he just beats the piss out of them. And I like the camera shots. Jesus. And I like the <laughs> I like the camera that. shots. I like the camera shots from that fucking from that fight scene too. Like when he's beating the piss out of all the the henchmen who killed his wife. But yeah, that, that was on the side note, they pulled up deep. They pulled up deep to beat the piss out of his wife. Like there, they was, had like there the, were like 20, 20, 30 people. <laughs> like originally it was like that eight, nine, ten group of guys, and I'm like, all right, whatever. She she should be able to watch these guys. And then the gang rolls up, pulling up deep like we in Oswego. It's just crazy. And I'm like, right, OD, actually... OD deep. There were heads on heads. That's what I'm saying. They pulled up in the fucking clown car. Yeah, but that, that was another great scene. I think there was one more that I'm blanking on right now. When when we were realizing that Shang-Chi, like, I wrote, I wrote it down too. Like, he said, like, you'll get the rings when you prove to me you're strong enough. And then him realizing at the end that Shang-Chi is strong enough for the ring. Yeah. Without him being what he, what he wanted him to be. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, like the way Wenru's actor, what was it, Tony? Tony Leung, I think. Yeah. So I'll just call him Tony, TL. But uh, so like just the way he yeah. like he portrayed like his conflict that he was feeling the entire movie for him, like how he wanted him to succeed. He wanted him to be the man that he is. But at the same time, he wanted him to like fall in his shadow and his legacy. Like it's just d- dummy well done. Like at the end, when he's saying like you watched them kill, my- kill your mother or something like that, like there's – it's just it's just a very emotional end, ending sequence with them too, and I very much so. It, it it pulls at the heartstrings a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just wished, I think there could have been a better way for them to exit him from that final scene without killing him. I think they could have found out some creative way of doing it. I don't think they needed to kill him off. Their their incessant need to kill villains that are tough as nails, it eludes me. I know this Killmonger. Yeah, like sometimes, like there's some like. There's some guys I don't care. Like, there's some villains I could care less if they died. Because, like, that's kind of, like, the, the conclusion of that character's arc for the movie is killing the villain. But that's oh, not the end-all, be-all. Yeah, we got to mention Obadiah Stane. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the pot, welcome to the Stane cast, Obadiah Stane. But, like, sometimes the end-all, be-all isn't killing the main antagonist at the end of the movie. And I think... Agreed. And the movies that they don't, like, not all the time, but I definitely feel like putting a character on the shelf... To use them in a future movie is always amazing because you you have that character still there, like just in case for whatever reason you want to bring them back. They're yeah, they're always just there for you. Yeah, no, for sure. So I was upset about that. No, I, I wasn't a fan of him dying, especially I mean, the way, especially the means by way he died. Like I, I guess he was like kind of like letting himself die because like his purpose was over. Like he thought his wife was ta- like was was that the dweller in darkness or whatever they called him. Mm-hmm. So like he's like oh he's like oh fuck I was wrong and he's like. Like the kind of like callous thing where he's like, oh yeah, it's like now that she's the now that I was wrong, I have no reason of living since I was just trying to get my wife back. But I think they could have done something a little bit more, uh, a little creative. something more antiquated, yeah, created antiquated, whatever you want to call it, like something a little bit better, a better send off for one of my favorite MCU villains in a while. Yeah, I mean, besides Thanos, obviously, but like in terms of like the newer movies and shows that have been coming out, like he's he hit I, the spot. I, I told, I said it the other day, he's top five. Yeah, because like five MCU villains. Because MCU, the MCU really has been like riding on a prayer. Because like their early villains really weren't good, and like the, no. their later half villains have just been so good that they've just overshadowed the fact that movies like Iron Man two exist, Ugh. with like such Enjoy a the dark world, such a crappy ensemble of villains. But yeah, like a top because 
I'm trying to think because I definitely like I don't even know if I I know we were talking about this the other day. I don't even know if I'm even ready to put it in order. Besides putting putting Thanos at one for obvious reasons of him just being like the scene stealer, like one of the greatest scene stealers like I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Like he's just amazing on screen presence. But like besides that, like I definitely throw Loki up in there somewhere. When we would be in there, uh Killmonger. Um Killmonger for sure. Yeah. Um, There's definitely Vulture, other villains. Vulture, Mysterio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's got some amazing villains. Especially it's crazy. In the MCU. Yeah, I know. Just overall, the Spider-Man movies just don't miss. Like, like obviously, there's different things people are looking for in the Spider-Man movies. A little unnecessary <laughs> hatred for the first Amazing Spider-Man, but different strokes for different folks. Yeah, I mean, that's true. But overall, you can't deny that whoever's playing Spider-Man is always doing a great ass job, independent of the script or the villains that they have. Yes, sir. I think I might have to watch Amazing Spider-Man two tonight. <laughs> you don't got to do that. We'll see. <laughs> you're gonna to want to watch it until you see fucking Hobgoblin or whoever he is looking yeah. absolutely fucking vile. Dane DeHaan. Like it's like it's crazy that you have a, like one of the hit most like <clears throat> one of the worst looking two of the worst looking villains in one movie. Like they both him and Electro both look fucking awful. Yeah, there's no reason Electro needed to be blue. <laughs> they were fucking with it. Whoever whoever's running the uh, product like the create. The team for that movie was like, "Nah, we got. I'm fucking with him being blue." <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, segueing over to some of the favorite quotes, I really only had one. Uh, I think there was a lot of other quotes I missed out on, but I was kind of just like watching the movie, and I really wasn't mm-hmm. writing down quotes. I don't know if you yeah, had some. There, there weren't too many. So mm-hmm. the, the only one that like stood out to me, like that was really quotable, was uh. So it was actually said in Chinese by Shang Chi's mom. It was, uh, I will always be a part of you and your dad, too. Take everything we've given you and make it your own. I don't, that was just a tough quote. I fuck with that. Yeah, no, that was good. I think uh, towards the end, there was a lot of good stuff. Like, just overall, like, with his aunt, too. Like, kind of giving him a little bit of a training before he fought. When we were, like, telling him when he was, like, you, like she's the only one who beat him. Show me how she did it. I think that was really cool. Yeah. It was an overall beautiful-looking movie when you have them, like, <coughs> like just, like, doing, like, their techniques and stuff. Like, the wind moving with them. Like, I think that looks really damn good. But uh, oh, I side note, side note, real quick before you talk about that, just because it's on my screen, uh, that horse-looking thing is fucking hideous. Oh yeah, like the uh, like I almost want to call it like some sort of like, like lion kind of like hybrid uh, slash whatever it is. What the thing that's staring at Trevor? It's hideous. Oh oh the, oh yeah, the thing like his pet. What? No 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 no! The blue like lion thing that just, or horse. Oh yeah, where he's like, "Why is it looking at me for or whatever?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That thing is so hideous. Nah, his little pet thing is fucking worse. I, for, I keep forgetting his that thing's name. Morris. Morris, yeah. Morris is fucking disgusting. You ain't rocking with Morris. Now, Morris don't got a head, bro. Nah, Morris got a head. He don't got a face. Yeah, that's true. He, he told me he don't got a face. But the, those lines also were kind of hideous looking, like the the village people's. Yeah, like, the, like, the, whatever the like hell those it was getting close to Black Panther levels of CGI. Mm-hmm. Another yeah uh, scene in the movie I have is uh, when she's them talking about the forest. I mean, one them driving through the forest. That's true. Oh, that the side note. There's so many sides. Now I'm trying to think of remember this movie when uh, when one moves going there and he shoots the door out and jumps out right before the car crash. That's a cool oh, ass yeah. fucking scene. Uh, that that was so cool. Yeah. But what was I talking about? Oh yeah, another yeah movie when she, when she's talking about their civilization when she's when she's like we had the greatest civilization like better than even that of your universe I'm like yeah I, I 
That's why y'all got killed by a bunch of fucking soul stealers. Fucking dummy washed. Oh, gee. So the Kree Empire fucking is ginormous. Ain't no way she's fucking... They were bigger than that. The Kree... The, Kree, the Kree's got some fucking hitters on payroll. They but... got Ronan. Ronan the Accuser. <laughs> Ronan, he's fucking hideous. But that, that was just a little side note onto there. But uh, I have, my quote I had was uh, just sucking that scene again where he's putting the rings on. Where he's like, if I hadn't if I hadn't have taken them off, those men wouldn't dare to do this, and now they will pay for it. <clears throat> that, that is tough. Yeah, like I said, when we're tough. When, 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 when we're spitting. Mm-hmm. Hey, whenever he's on scene, I'm always dummy captivated. I'm always dummy attentive. Od. Mm-hmm. They definitely did a good job with casting too. The acting in this movie was phenomenal, besides yeah. Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like then, not to slight uh, Shang Chi in any way. It's just that he's got the show. The, he got the carpet ripped out from under him because of Wenwu's amazing performance. Like he was, he was good in that movie. Like he was really good. Like especially when he had the rings. Like he was, he was balling. He was dummy balling out. I'm, I'm but, so excited to see him use the rings more because that mm-hmm. looks beautiful. I just think they're there's such like a different like power kind of like kind of thing compared to like what we have, where it's like strength or like just magic. Where he just yeah. has like rings that he can just do like. I mean, the sky's the limit with the, with, with those things. Clearly, like we did, we only got a taste of what one was doing with them, with just, like just like the taste. barriers he was making. Like, is that what I'm saying? Like, just a taste, like just a ta- <clears throat> like just a taste of like what like what some of the stuff you could do with those rings are. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see exactly what they're gonna do and if they if he unlocked any other potential from mm-hmm. whatever he did that was the summoning next- that beacon. Did they ever talk about like the colors of the rings, or is that more just like a um like a plot kind of thing where it's like oh yeah, Wenwu's was darker than his was when, brighter? Like... Yeah, there was nothing. Okay, yeah. I think... speaking speaking of like nothing on that, they got a lot of explaining to do when it comes to like some of this blip shit. Like if Wenwu was snapped, if Shang Chi was snapped, like neither of them were. Oh, neither they they said. So Shang Chi, you could tell because he graduated twenty seventeen and he's twenty four in this movie. Seven years have passed, putting him in twenty twenty. Or, okay. it, or some that math, the math lines up. I might be saying the wrong numbers, but yeah. the math lines up where he did not get blipped away. Plus, they knew Old Town Road, which came out in 2018, which means that Nas X was also not blipped away. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're right. That's that's for I remember that when that came out. That was like the first spoiler I saw from that movie. The little Nas X wasn't blipped. I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? But then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> we we still got Old Town Road. In the Thank God. Thank God. I don't know what they would have done. Lighten up the spirits. The fact that people's entire families, like Hawkeye, just got completely obliterated. And that man drew dummy the short stick. Oh, D. His literally entire family. Mm-hmm. Gone. But trying to see what else I have written down. I was going to say that there wasn't much. This like... This movie was good. I definitely enjoyed it. Uh, Dragon Scale was OP. Oh, yeah. I, I was just, I remember when I heard it, I was like, I always have beef with the stuff in movies when they give like dull, vague ass names. So it's like the Dark Gate. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, I got no, like, it doesn't change the movie in any way. It's just me being nitpicky. But like, I know for a fact in Ant Man and the Wasp, they say the word like quantum like a billion oh, yeah. times in that like, movie. They, they, because uh, Ant-Man makes a joke about it. He's like, do you guys just put qu- the word quantum in front of everything? Yeah, because I, I think when we do that thing, I'm going to write it down. That We just got to, like, get a counter I have a counter. That. I'll yeah. put a counter on it. 
Yeah, because that's it's ridiculous. I, I remember so vividly that for like I don't remember much else about that movie, but I remember they say quantum like at least fifty times. It's like, oh it's, yeah, it's, it's the science behind this doesn't make any sense. Throw quantum in front of it. It's like, all right, whatever. I mean, like it's all right, but like just you have a little more creative. Like calling it the dark gate, the dweller in dark. Dweller in dark is kind of cool. cool. I fuck with that. It's not horrible, but the calling it the, the dark, dark gate, gate, the soul suckers, or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one guy got violated. The mask guy, the guy we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Fight scene. He He's got coupled. a dummy click. Dummy yeah. click. And Razor Fist, like, that whole interaction was definitely, like, something we should have seen throughout the movie. Like, him just all of a sudden becoming good. Like, I guess we kind of saw it. I don't know. Like, I, it was just he like, really, oh, yeah. He didn't really become good as more of uh, he just didn't want to die. Okay. Because, like, it's just because he's going from fighting these guys, killing these guys, and he's like, fuck. I think we should work together. Oh, well, yeah, because like, eh. he saw that they took out this most, his most powerful guy yeah, besides okay. him. And then and there, he was like, all right, maybe I don't want to die. That's true. Yeah, but those dragon scales are pretty fucking ridiculous. But, I mean, for, it's weird. It was weird, like, the varying effects it had, though. Like, how sometimes it would be, like, more of just, like, a, just like a more powerful version of, a, like, a staff where it would just, like, hit you. And then some scenes where it's, like, literally knocking down bamboo posts, like, when his sister is, is like, that weapon. Yeah, like, and then also that weapon is like kind of just turning into like it's just hurting. It's like knocking people back or whatever it is. So they're yeah. kind of like they're being selective, like what the kind of damage it does, which is all right. But they always do. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm just being nitpicky. But I will say that I actually dislike the movie a little bit more on my second watch. Um, I also agree. Yeah, I don't know what not, it was. Not I don't bad know, maybe, by maybe, any means, but mm-hmm. I don't know if it means that like. Like, I don't, I don't know if, like, it was, like, things that, like, I was kind of just, like, in the honeymoon for it since, like, it was, like, our first, like, new movie. I was, like, oh, yeah, new Marvel movie, new Marvel movie. So, it's, like, I'll take what I can get. But the second time watching it, especially after, because I watched it after Eternals, and I actually watched Turtles again last night, and that solidified it for me that I, I definitely like Eternals more than Shang-Chi. Yeah, I don't know why people are dissing Eternals so much. Yeah, we but went into think, that last week. I, I was talking with some of the people in my uh, class about it. Like, I've no one has seen a single actual person who's disliked that movie. Like, Joe watched it for the first time last night. He loved that movie, besides the post-credit scene, but the first one. But I think no one likes that first post-credit scene. It was all right. It was just what it, whatever. It was forced. Yeah, it was just forced. It was just like it wasn't very necessary. But whatever. That's it's literally nothing. But yeah, yeah like I, I've never met an actual person who disliked that movie besides a critic behind a keyboard. Like exactly. Like, Peddling whatever narrative they want. That movie was phenomenal. That movie was fucking amazing. I watched it again last night. Like I said, that movie is fucking amazing. Definitely yeah. best MCU project of the year. I don't actually TV shows included. Yeah, Loki. I'm gonna sleep on that one. I'm gonna sleep on that one. I'm gonna let you guys know because that that I'm torn from because WandaVision and Loki are fucking amazing. Oh, Absolutely. Indeed. But I'll let you guys know that one. Do you have a rating for the movie now? Did you watch it now? Um, I do. Um, I think we should talk about the post-credit scenes before we get oh. into that. I'm skipping ahead here, guys. That's my yeah, bad. You, yeah, you, you, you're going a little fast. I was horny, bro. That's my bad. I wanted to know what you had for it. All right, all right. But, I, I mean, I'm a little more horny for the uh, post-credit scenes. That's true. That's true. Because uh, the first one we got was really good. We got to see Banner. We got to see Carol, who's looking better. <laughs> Exactly. It doesn't have the fucking doesn't have the mohawk anymore. Thank goodness. At least we know Marvel's listening. Shang Chi got uh, inducted into the Avengers. Yes, sir. 
I kind of wish Doctor Strange was there, but I mean, you can only have so many people come in for just the post credit scene, so I'm completely okay with that. Exactly, but it was Banner, not Smart Hulk. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk. We didn't even talk about Wong and Abomination. Oh yeah, Abomination's little face left. Abomination's looking um, he's tough. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see him in She-Hulk. See what mm-hmm. they bring in to his character. I, I I am a big fan of the interaction between him and Abomination. Yeah, I want to see more of that relationship, or or just more of Wong in general. Wong's slowly creeping up there as one of my favorite characters. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely dope. But yeah, I like how he like used the portal thing to hit him in the face with his own hand. I think that was hilarious. How's your jaw? Man, yeah, that that was tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I was definitely rocking with that. The, his new facelift. It's just looking very nice. Like I had no problem with how he looked originally, honestly. But I think that just looks even better. Like, oh yeah. They're, they're turning something good and turning into something great. Like exactly. I got no problem with that. Yeah, but the the first post credit scene has me very excited. And who mm-hmm. knows, maybe we'll even see Shang Chi in uh in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness or something. I know. I mean, like, for a movie like that, like, literally any character can make a cameo, and I wouldn't be surprised just because the grand scale of that movie. Yeah, exactly. But, but especially since, like, he, like, out of all the places he went to, he went to the oh Sanctum. Gosh. Yeah, he, like, he went to there to speak to Wong out of, like, all the other people, like, it could have been. And then you obviously see that, that, like, Wong is connected with Carol, he's connected with Banner. Like, he's definitely, they're definitely in a tight knit, like, group, how, like, he called them first even though they have no clue what it is. So I'm definitely interested to like, see how they explain the rings. Yeah, so I, who knows? I, actually, I don't want to spoil anything for Eternals, but there's a theory that, that does tie those two movies together, mm-hmm. which I could I could see being true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about in the post credit scene if we, if we remember, even though yeah, it, nine times out of ten, we say we're going to go we, back to it in the post credit scene. We always and, forget. And we always forget. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess now moving on to our episode ranking. Mm-hmm. There's only one. Right there's only one post-credit scene in that movie, right? Oh no, the, no. I'm sorry. The second one, where we see that uh, Shaoling has. Oh yes, thank the you. Ten thank rings. You. I was drawing a complete blank on it because I, for some reason, I thought it was like another like like a springboard to like another like MCU already established character. But yeah, we see her taking over the ten rings. Hey, yeah, it says the ten rings will return, which mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, we do, we do have that rumor going around of the ten rings Disney Plus series, so. I'm, I'm sure definitely interested. Definitely yeah. interested in that. I like that pan out view they do from the from the from the throne, the chair, and then they back it up. Oh, that's yeah, a cool. That's it looks running so it back from when one uh, when we was doing it. That's a cool. That's just a good ass shot. Yeah, but the ten rings returning, I got no problem with that at all. Yeah, I was, uh-huh. uh, I was a great. I was. Really, I really liked how they were portrayed. They really made up for the the shortcomings they had in Iron Man three. Oh, gee, I'm very excited to see what they have. With what they left off with all the characters except for Katie, uh, in the mm-hmm. entirety of the MCU. Yeah, no, it's so great ass movie. I, I I've been kind of sliding it a little bit, but it's just because I watched Eternals and like that movie just has my it's got my soul right now. That movie's yeah, got Inter- Eternals uh, for another month. Mm-hmm. Is there, there's no like official date when it's gonna be released, right? It's just kind of like on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's kind of just like based on probably, Shang-Chi. Probably sometime in January. Yeah, because I feel like they, they want to give Spider-Man the spotlight for a little bit, for sure. Yeah. Like they want everyone going to the theaters. So I could see like, whenever the next series is, I could see it coming out like around the same time. I'm going to assume January because that's like two months and Shang-Chi was on Disney Plus after two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when that movie comes out, I'm definitely going to be watching it again. Yeah, and when, whenever it does come out, same thing with Shang-Chi the weekend after we will be covering it here on the podcast. That's going to be a good episode. I'm going to be excited for that episode. Very much so. Mm-hmm. But moving on, now we'll finally, ranking time. Yes, finally get to the episode ranking. 
Yes, sir. So right. um, I don't know uh, who would like to go first. Uh, probably me. All right. <laughs> I was just thinking it sounded like we had a guest. Like, no, nah, I'll go. I want to go. I want to go. But uh, I have it at, uh, right now. I've been moving it around because, like, it's hard. Like, r- ranking it alone is fine. But then, like, kind of giving my my big board, if you want to call it that, of all the rankings, it kind of didn't fit originally. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep it at – I'm going to do a 7.4. Okay. So this is the first one that I feel like we have a very drastic difference. Mm-hmm. No, because like it was it was higher, but then I, I had think, looked at I looked at what I had higher up, and I, I it's tough, it's rough. I currently have it at an eight point one. Okay, because I had it higher up in that area, but like it was like then it started getting close to Cap First Avenger and Black Panther, and I was like, no, nah, hold up, both those movies are dummy tough, but yeah, <sighs> I mean that like the, these are tentative, like you said. Once we get to the end of the. Uh... Once we get to the end of our rewatches and we get to the full ranking, I might think differently. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, that is what I uh, that's what I have. Yeah, because I want to say on first watch it was flirting with eight, but then on that second watch, I don't know what it was. I just wasn't I wasn't as captivated as I was on the first watch. Not saying it's bad, because like if you kind of compare to like what's around it right now, because I have Age of Ultron a little bit above it. And I think those movies are pretty on a pretty equal footing in terms of like what I like about them and what I don't like, like the comparisons. Yeah, I understand. So. <laughs> I mean, any, anything's going to be better than our next movie anyway. So yeah, no, exactly. Like the next movie, like I'm looking at the bottom of my list right now. I'm not going <coughs> to tell you guys the rating because you guys got to watch next week. Because if we have to record it, you guys have to listen to it. So unfortunately, so you guys can uh, stay expect, tuned next week. Expect us to be cooked. Especially to be off, yeah. Expect us to be off our rocker because I can't be, I can't be sober doing this movie. Absolutely not. Yeah, but seven point four fluid. I can move it after I see some of those movies because, like, all these movies that it's like I want to put it with. I just remember them being so good, so I could see myself increasing it a little bit for sure. Yeah, well, once once we rewatch it, uh, once we get through all our rewatches and we're able to rank them a little more, we'll see exactly where we want to put them. Yeah, no, for sure. So stay tuned, guys. It's it's a great movie, though. Overall, there was a lot of solid, like you like we've been talking, like we've been emphasizing, great acting, great choreography, great villain, which is a dime a dozen in the early MCU. So because like, I, I just don't want to rank it too high, because like when we compared to all the other villains we've seen, it's so it's like literally, it's literally got goat tier, like god tier. It, it also probably doesn't help in our case that recently all we've been watching are the movies with the mid villains. Yeah, no, exactly. So, I, I just don't want to overinflate it. Uh, I got rather stay on the safe side and keep it a little low and move it. I'm going to move it up in the future. I can already predict it because right now I, I just can't. I can't. I can't say. I can't say anything for certain. Got to keep yeah. you guys on your toes. So we shall see how this mm-hmm. uh, how that goes from there. Yes, sir. But that's all I have to say for the movie. That's all, that's all I got for you guys for Shang Chi. I agree. Uh, overall, pretty solid. Mm-hmm. But I think on that note, we should we should honestly toss in a uh, w- would you recommend to watch or not? I mean, there's only a couple movies that no, nah, I kind of like that. I would recommend you guys watch it. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, on that note, hold up. Can you hear that? How's that sound with the mic? Of course, it sounded pretty decent. Say so it sounds less. Say it's less. Uh, coming up to the post credit scene. Yes, sir. Got a couple new music this week. 
Switch the gears over. We are now in post credit scene mode. Donda Deluxe. 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 Thank God. Mm-hmm. We had a couple. Of, we actually had a couple of new music drop this week. But Donda Deluxe came out. Really, the song I was most in, in a hype for was Life of the Party. Also, Remote Control Part 2 with Cuddy yeah. again. Thank goodness. I still don't – I wish they would have just kept the OG version where Thug's verse wasn't chopped up like that, but whatever. If it, if that's if it means I can get Cuddy, I'm okay it with it. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And then Never Been in Your Family, I'm glad that we got that one back again. Yeah. I will say, though, I don't like at the end how it's just a Donda sample saying Never Been Your Family for like a minute straight. Yeah. That's kind of nasty. Like, I, I completely understand, like, his reason for doing all that stuff, but, like, it's just something we don't need. We don't need yeah, to that's, that's, saying that's never. besides the point. And it's just kind of nasty. You can kind of hear it, like, the replay, like, the click replay, like, the, never abandon your family. Never, like, I don't know. Like, you can kind of hear, like, the, the repeat on. Like, maybe do it once or twice, but, like, there's, like, a certain, like, there's, like, an eye test where, like, you can kind of just hear it a certain amount of times, like, all right, this is enough. No more, please. Mm-hmm. But, but it, but it I, is Kanye. Mm-hmm. And I, I still got beef with them over it being a, a clean album, like just just also make, true. Just because like I, I was watching the Drink Champs or whatever it was. Good interview, by the way. I really liked that interview. Oh yeah, both of them. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of part one and two. I just because he was explaining it, and he's like, I, I completely understand where it's like his mom didn't want like no cursing or whatever, so I completely respect that. But then don't put the curses in the song. Just, yeah. Like, make it a clean album, and then don't censor it. Like you don't have to put the cursing in. In order to get like cheap bars, and then be like, "Oh, yeah, never mind. We're gonna censor it," because it just ruins the like some songs. It's fine. It ruins the feel of the song. And for whatever reason, <laughs> off the grid getting censored more. That's a good thing we got the original at least. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think it's funny. It's like you don't got to censor that that masterpiece anymore. Like that song is a that song is a certified rager. And nothing perfect. takes nothing takes you more out of it when it just cuts out like Cardi just getting violated. I haven't listened to it, and honestly, I kind of refuse to. Yeah, Cardi's verse just sounds different. It just sounds weird. It's just a little more chopped up. And the fact that he blurred out op for some reason. Op. Just op. That's, that's kind of hideous. Yeah. And then um, An Evening with Silk John- Sonic also dropped. Yes. that did. Uh, Yeah. That was this weekend. Yep. I listened to most of it. I'm not going to lie. I think the singles are still the carry on this album. I like the album. I think it's a vibe. Um, what was? There's a couple of good ones. Hold on, let me pull yes. it up. So like, I would say, like, if I rated my favorite songs off the album, most of them would be the singles, like "Skate," "Smoking Out the Window," "Leave the Door," "Leaving the Door Open," <clears throat> "Fly Blast Off." Fly is me was dummy tough. Yeah, "Blast Off" is tough. "Fly is me" is tough. It's just like seven was was pretty good too. Yeah, I just feel like sometimes they kind of like combined into one where it's like kind of the same style. Just being put in a different song with a different beat behind it a little bit, yeah. Which like, like, it, like for an R and B album or whatever you call it, like that shit is amazing. Like I, it's like a good ashes like chilling song. Yeah, but I mean, also for 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 nine songs, one of which was really an intro so for like eight songs. This was fantastic. That's true. I'm gonna listen to it some more. I, I, it's always difficult getting a gauge on an album when it first comes out, but so far I like what I hear. I mean, Bruno Mars the goat. Bro, leave the door open has six hundred twenty-eight billion nine hundred eighty-seven thousand six hundred thirty-five plays. Ain't no way it's got billion plays. Six hundred. Bro, billion I'm plays. I'm looking I'm looking at it right now. Hold up. On my I'm laptop, do, I'm, I'm, I'm literally staring at it. I'm gonna need to do some due diligence real quick. 
get on that because I'm looking at that. And then the, no, the it's million. It's million. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm brain dead. <laughs> I was like, ain't no way in hell he got 620 billion fucking streams on that shit. I'm brain dead. <laughs> My bad. No, no, no. But I, I swear that's a lot of fucking considering like that, that. It was a single that came out a couple months ago. Like, that's fucking crazy. It's got more plays than like talking to the moon and shit like that. Od. Yeah, I mean, that's a good-ass song, but I think out of all the singles they released, I think Smoking Out the Window might be my favorite. That song is fucking beautiful. That song is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Smoking Out the Window. Bruno Mars just be seducing me in every song he's in. Bruno Mars is that guy. He has that's these tangibles. He is that guy. You are correct. And <laughs> We also got New Baby. Yeah, I was listening to a little bit of it. That, that song, that album, EP, whatever you want to call it, that literally meshed too much for me. The only good songs were Roof and Sticked Up with 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. And for Sticked Up, I, I definitely like 21 a lot more than The Baby. The Baby was like a little bit too cookie-cutter for me on that joint. Of course. But yeah, for the, for that The Baby EP or whatever you want to call it, it wasn't bad. It was uh, kind of mid. Yeah. Like, his point, like, all he needs to do is just be saying some vile shit, and I'm on board for it. But, like, it was kind of just like it – was, it was classic The Baby. Like, it's not going to miss. It's not going to sell – yeah, like it's, it's not gonna do numbers. Like it'll, 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 it'll do, it'll do its thing, and that's mm-hmm. about it. And then uh, I don't know if you listen to a bad man, the smooth criminal apology. Oh, that, got, that song that is song. yeah, that song is dummy good. I'm so and glad then, we, we finally got it. Yeah, I know. Songs I having on stream is tough, but it's a good ass fucking song. I was listening to it on the way back. That song fucking that song slaps. But then Juice dropped the song. I didn't even hear about that, but he actually dropped a single. I have to it. Yeah, from the grave. Apparently, it's pretty good. Yeah. The name of the song is already dead, so that's kind of sickening, but... Yeah, I'm not a fan, but whatever. Yeah, but I, I, I was, I was, it was a good song. It was, it was just, it's just a weird song to hear, like, the fact is, like, he's just talking about, like, being, like, oh, like, uh, like you can't kill me because I'm already dead, obviously being alive recording that. Like, it just has a different vibe to it, the fact that he's actually dead, unfortunately. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, Juice. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a listen eventually, but I mean, it, I'm not. I am not in any rush to. Yeah, if I'm, like I, I like Juice when he was living. Obviously, like the music is just it's it, he put it together. When you have like these singles and this like three part album or whatever it is, whatever the fuck's going on. Yeah, like whenever that's gonna drop, like I'm sure there'll be hits on it because he he's a very talented artist. He was a very talented artist. Like he was he was amazing, but. It's just the fact that he's not the one putting it together. He's not the one, like, structuring the album the way it should be. It's just uh, whatever they're trying to rush out. Mm-hmm. Because, like, some of, the, some of the stuff they'd be dropping is, like, literally just him freestyling and then I'm just putting a beat behind it. I, I, I will never show any love to something like that when you're just blatantly just trying to use that man's name for free yeah, for for just money. free money. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hate that shit. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, so hopefully that hopefully whenever I don't even know when that album's coming out now because I think I'm pretty sure the part one of it should have came out in like September or October. So I don't think that's ever coming out at this point. Yeah, I think they just they probably just saw what they had and like crap, we can't release this. Yeah, they were like, uh, maybe maybe one or two songs. Yeah, like like I like if they, if, it's, if it's a song problem, like don't make it three parts. Like just make it like like if it has to be seven songs, like if there's if they if they slap they slap like. You don't gotta exactly. be forcing. You don't, need to, to, you don't need to be pushing out anything. Just a fucking for money. trilogy, like you don't gotta be putting out a trilogy for a dead man. Like it's horrible. It's like, literally on just that them. Name. Okay, that's literally just them using that man's name for money, milking that shit. Ugh. 
Nothing but slander for people who milk a dead man's name. Nothing but slander. Oh, at faith, at faith. Yeah, OD. I mean, faith kind of slapped, but it, yeah, oh, but it was still was, sucking that no, like, it, money. It had hits, but there were some songs where it's like, damn, y'all oh, really yeah. are just trying to get cop a quick bag real quick. But some of them are good. I'll some give it give the respect it's it's due. But I'm gonna remember. I remembered. What were you talking about with Eternals during the episode? By the time oh. in Shang Chi. Um, so there's a, a, a theory slash rumor that uh, the Ten Rings might have been made by Fastos. Oh. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah, that actually would be really cool. That's actually, uh, that's, that's not a bad, uh, as far as uh, rumors and speculations go, it's not a bad one. Yeah, like, I would not be mad if that was the case. Mm-hmm. That would tie in, like, their two newest properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I, I'm, I'm still curious on how they're gonna fold the Eternals into the, Main into MCU. the Marvel. Yeah, like I'm, I'm still curious on how they're gonna do it. I'm sure that's gonna have something to do with fucking Harry Styles' handsome ass. Probably. But I'm definitely excited to see how they're gonna fold them in because they are absolutely ridiculous. Some of them, Fastos included. Like he may not be like. I mean, he honestly is a good fighter. Like, like I know some of them are take more of like a, um, like a like, like a strategist role. role. Yeah, where like their role is like more just like being in the back. And just kind mm-hmm. of just like like being like a support kind of role, but like Fastos is pretty damn overpowered. He had Icarus he on the ropes made, a little bit. I was gonna say he just made whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit's cool as hell, and he just completely remade the Domo. <laughs> Od. But it's all right. That's really all I got for the new music of the week. So if we yeah, want to, uh, if we want to move on, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, Pokemon Blinding Diamond and Shining Pearl come out this Friday. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for that. I'm so uh, excited. I can't wait to play. Cannot mm-hmm. wait to play. Oh, yeah. I am super excited for that because one of my friends didn't even He was fucking dummy excited, too, because, like, Diamond and Pearl is just one of those games where, like, no matter what walk of life you come from, like, I feel like there's a good chance you played those games at the very least when it comes to Pokemon properties. Like, those games are they're nostalgic. Yeah. Like, for, those for, games... Yeah, are, for most people. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, like, it's, like... Because that, that was when the DS was super popular. Because I feel like that came out on or about, like, during the DS's, like, when it was, like, it a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 2007, 2006. Yeah, I remember my little black DS, the crappy one. The hinge always fucking broke on them. <laughs> and I had the action replay, so I fucking cooked my DS multiple times. That was a tough Every, scene. Everyone had the action replay as a kid. Yeah, I had to pull up the GameStop <laughs> and had to have my mom buy it for me. That shit was tough. Dude, that was sickening. Yeah, exactly. And they had it on the top shelf. It was like, you sure you want this? And I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah I need more candies, bro. I need the, the master mo- balls. I need, I need the modifier. The modifier hit. Like when you like toss Pokemon. When you like toss it, like if you had like 493 master balls, like th- that's how I, for, I, I know so many Sinnoh Pokemon's number is literally just from tossing away the certain amount of master balls I needed to like find them in the wild. Mm-hmm. That shit was ridiculous. That's mandatory, though. But if you didn't know, Sinnoh remakes are coming out this weekend. Alert the horde! I'm getting okay. diamond. I'm also. You guys diamond. can make. Y'all can make your own decision, but you should take a peek at the exclusives beforehand, because diamonds looking Brock. It's looking mm-hmm. Brocky. It's looking Aki. It's looking like I got some hitters on deck. Od, I'm excited. I can't wait. That's all I'm gonna be doing this weekend. That's true. I'm pulling up to the bars with my fucking switch in my hand. They're gonna be like, "What the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "Bro, Pokemon it's just dropped." Pokemon. Man. Yeah, that's what I say. It's Pokemon. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you got to let me in, son. So, but we'll, we'll, we'll update you guys about that on next week's podcast. With, 
how we're doing, how how we, how much we've been playing. Probably a lot. Pro- probably. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in the post credit scene next week. I'll write that down so we remember. But switching over gears a little bit to our new segment that I talked about like two episodes ago that we still haven't done yet. We're doing it now. Don't worry about it. Over underrated, which is basically I'm going to say a subject and we're going to say whether or not we think it's over or underrated overall. Agreed. So I'm going to start us off with uh, the Sinnoh starters. We might as well stay on topic. Stay on topic here. Yeah. So I'm going to say the Sinnoh starters are – I'm going to say they're overrated. I'm going to take the hot take for that one. Uh, I agree, actually. Oh, so it's not a hot take. Fuck. Yeah, I I agree. (laughs) Like, I love them. Like, they're all – all three of them are pretty good. And Poli on the mid, but – Damn. But overall, like, I'm rocking with them. Like – yeah. What just? No, no. Oh wait. Oh, what just happened? What did Xander just send? That's what I'm. They, no, Xander didn't say. Paco sent it. Someone at Sony. I don't. I don't know if I want to see that. I don't know if I want to see it either. Well, I mean, you always be taking that shit for the team. Watch it. If I want to see it. <laughs> um, I'm looking at it right now. We're getting live reaction here. Yeah, as I'm saying, it's not. It's not often you guys get a live reaction out of us, but uh. It's no way home related oh, for those who aren't in our group chat. Someone hit, someone hit the lizard in the trailer, but there's no one there. Oh, tough, tough, tough. Oh no, that is tough. Damn. I mean, like, are we surprised? Yeah. No. Not really, but like, that's funny. I, I knew. I, I mean, we literally were chatting about that beforehand. Like, yeah. it doesn't look right that there's that I'm, many of them. Exactly. I'll, I, like, it literally looks like Lizard's jumping at nothing, and then we just saw that he gets hit by nothing, making it confirmed that all three Spider-Men are in it. Fuck. Fuck. Goodness gracious. All right, guys. That was a little bit of a live, re- live reaction from us. I'm even more bricked up now. God damn it. End this podcast. I got to go fucking. Oh, God damn it. Soon, soon, soon. We got we got over underrated. We just started. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my goodness. All right, yeah. So I like the Sinnoh starters, but Hoenn's my favorite. But I agree. I think Walker, the fact that they're all Walker I think the fact mm, I think the fact that they're all double type though is, is, is as tough as nails. I fuck with double types. So and I got then, another one. I, they, and, but the thing about their double types is they negate each other. So like mm-hmm. like uh Infernape is weak against the water, but his fighting is strong against Apollyon Steel, which is strong against, um, what's it called? Which is strong against Torterra's ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, it kind of switches up the dynamic where we're so used to like water versus fire, fire versus grass, grass versus water. It definitely switches up the dynamic a good amount. And I definitely like that because there, there are some regions where that, that formula gets a little stale. Mm-hmm. OD. So, moving on, uh, I got liquor at over underrated. Liquor's underrated. Nah, liquor's dummy overrated. That shit's nasty. Ah, uh, liquor, liquor kind of hits. So, it's a quick, I will, quick and dirty. So, I got mad love for the quick and dirty, but like, I gotta be, I gotta already be dummy dirty to be enjoying that. Like, I can That's be banging right. no, out it's shots. A, it, it does, it's so, it depends on what you drink, but most of the time, it doesn't taste good. Don't get no, me wrong. That, but, there's, not a, there's not a single person on this planet besides alcoholics that drink liquor for the taste. Exactly, but I mean, you know, it gets the job done sometimes. It ain't bad, but it's overrated. 
I would much prefer having just a strong seltzer or strong beer or whatever you have you, like an IPA. I guess. But then I got the entire state of Florida. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, over- <laughs> yeah, shit's overrated. I, I, I don't know why that one came to me. I was just thinking about because we were talking about like before the podcast, uh, some like me, me and the Buffalo Bros were talking about the state of Florida. And I was like, "Damn, this shit's fucking dummy overrated." With all the old people living in that bitch, the state of Florida is od overrated. <laughs> I mean, because everyone from Long Island or New York has either been to Florida or has moved to Florida. Moved to Florida, yeah. It's ridiculous. They be going to the uh, the Sunshine State or wherever the hell it's called. They they fucking with the Sunshine State. Yes, sir. So then now I have a uh, tipping, like tipping at a uh, restaurant. I mean, it depends on the situation. Yeah, all right, all right. I'll, I'll amend it. How about paying at a restaurant? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, that, that's overrated. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you with that one. But tipping, I think the idea that everyone should get a tip is very overrated. For sure. Yeah. Where it's like you yeah, can oh, do the bare yeah, minimum like, and get a tip. Like, like I. Yeah, no, like we, we, for a little background, both of us were servers at one point. And like mm-hmm. I didn't expect a tip off of anybody. If I if I gave shitty service, yeah, I'm not expecting a tip. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. But there's just some people like I've met, I've talked with so many people through serving and just overall, and they're always like, "No, you got to give them something," even though like they're not busy, they're barely checking the table or waiting for refills for ten minutes. Like they don't give like a fuck. They don't come over and check on you. Like if you I'm give saying. exceptional service, I'm giving exceptional tip. Tip. That's, if you give yeah. me shit service, I like I'm going to give you little to no tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's definitely uh, correlated. It's, it's correlated where it's like the more effort you put in, the more you're gonna get out of it. But like, the, people kind of throw a monkey wrench in it when they're like, "Nah, you got to give them minimum eighteen percent, no matter how they are." It's like, no. <laughs> like as a server, I can say that. Like if I did a bad job, or like, like it's different if you're busy. One hundred percent, obviously, people can see when you're busy. Sometimes you even get more money because, like, obviously, yeah, you're still working like, your right. tail off. Exactly. They're like, "All right, I'm, I feel bad for you because you're this busy." But like, if you're not busy, if you're the only table in the restaurant. And you're getting checked on, like, once when your food gets dropped off, once when your order gets taken, and then once, like, when you're paying. Like, no. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't so, have to come find you for a refill or for a, an yeah. extra sauce or anything like that. Yeah. Like, the worst is when they, like, disappear into the kitchen and they just never come back. It's like, it's like we know you're doing nothing in there. Like, you have two tables. Like, especially, like... We went to, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings one time, and our server literally left. Yeah, like... like She's like, oh, yeah, my shift is over. It's like, just finish up the table. Like, obviously, when you want to get home, I want to get home when I'm serving. But, like, just finish up the table. Like, you got to do what you got to do. Like, it's just, especially after being servers, you just notice the little things that a lot of people don't when it comes to tables. When it's like, it's like if their section is literally just you, it's it's looking slow for them. Yeah. <laughs> their tip is looking, it's looking slow. But, uh, exactly. Another one I got is uh, the Ferris wheel of Oswego. The Ferris wheel is underrated. <laughs> Ferris was underrated. Dummy underrated. I'm gonna put it at a. I'm put it now. Put it underrated. You know, I got mad love for Ferris. I was gonna say I got nothing but love for the Ferris wheel. Especially that one bouncer works there. He's cute. He is cute. (laughs) I I, I think I think he knows which one we're talking about. Yes, sir. I mean, if he doesn't know, I love you, Willie B. But yeah, I mean, the, besides the fact that sometimes, I mean, that's any bar though. Like, the, like the DJs are so hit or miss. Like, I remember, oh, you didn't go out with us this weekend, but the one bar we went no. to, the DJ was playing some random music. Like, 
the funniest thing to me is like how you can be a DJ and you can like see that certain songs are getting the whole crowd like dummy up and, there. Uh huh. And then cut it off. Exactly. Then like either like have a part like I forgot where I was at where they turned where they turned off work right before Drake was about to pull up. I was immediately. That, oh, that was at, we were at Ferris or Alley's, uh, I think. Yeah, I was so disgruntled. I'm like, nah, you don't, you don't do that. There's some songs you don't cut off. Or it's like you're playing like a certain genre. You're playing like a certain artist. And everyone's fucking with it. Everyone knows the words. Everyone's dancing. And they put on some alternative shit that no one's heard of. Like, I understand trying to spice things up. But, like, sometimes, sometimes it's good to be generic. Because at least everyone knows the songs. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got no problem with you playing some, like, some, like quote-unquote, like, club songs. Like, I got no problem with that. Like, but mix like, it like, up a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like mix it up for sure, but like don't be playing stuff I've never like. Like I listen to a lot of music, and like there's just some genres I don't dabble in as much. But like I can at least like get like a like feel like the beat and like start dancing the beat. But there were just some songs they were playing this weekend where it's like nah, ain't nobody yeah. rocking with this. The crowd's looking stale right now. Yeah, like, like, you, like as a DJ, you should be able to tell when a a song is getting the crowd anti mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Like, that's like one of the most <coughs> unappreciated qualities of a DJ is reading the room. Like it's dummy underrated. Like you gotta know oh, like dude. what people are what people are messing with and what they're not. When you put on a song and everyone just all goes all of a sudden goes from like jumping around, screaming, drinking. Like the more people jump around, the more thirsty they're gonna get. It's simple mathematics. And and where are they gonna get a drink at? The bar. The bar. Like it, it's it's simple it's simple calculus. But um I got uh white claws. Overrated. Yeah. So I, I know you're not a huge uh, I know you're not a huge seltzer fan, right? I mean, uh, a few of them. It depends mm. on what they are. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna put them overrated just because the fact that they're white claws. But the surges are fire. I'll put you all on the surges because that's a bang bang play. Surges aren't bad. They kind of just taste like like. Oh, they taste horrible. You, I was say you barely taste the the yeah. white claw. The surges are one of those things where they're so strong where you just got to keep drinking. Like you got to keep that train chugging. Like the more you drink, I mean that's that's any alcohol. Like that's that's like the whole appeal of beer is like you just gotta drink so much of it where like you're not even tasting you don't the fact. Taste that, like, it. Yeah. But that's really all I got for over and under. I don't know if you have anything on your end. If you're, um, I just had one. Oh, Drake. Oh yeah, that's a good one. So it's a mixed bag because like I'm not saying he's not talented. But in terms of like his appeal to groups he's, of people and his over like oh you know he's too like that's the main reason why like I just can't put him like in that same conversation as Travis and Kanye like obviously he's a goat like he's just a founder of like modern day rap for sure like his albums are timeless but it's just the attention that his out music draws the certain types of people that listen to it like it just makes it unattractive the music when you have people that are like like only like Drake just because like his catchy Instagram bio um, bars like. Yeah, I'm not about no. that. He's got some cringy ass lyrics. Yeah, I don't know for sure. It's sometimes it's hard to it's hard to I mean, it's easy to forget that that man's like 35 years old or however old he is talking like the way he is. Yeah, oh. like he's he's got a little bit of man child syndrome. But the yeah, certified, I definitely the certified lover boy. The certified lover boy. Yeah, that album was hideous. Like like, like some of the songs some of the songs are good, but like when you name an album certified lover boy and you have the fucking heart on your hairline like that, like come on man, come on. That if you're is. twenty, if if you're twenty years old, all right, whatever. Like, I'll let it go over my head. I'll let it slide. But like, you're a grown ass man. But I can't be hating on greatness like that. He's still, he's still, he's still good. But overrated for sure, no by doubt. Far. By especially, far. especially, especially his newer shit. 
especially his newer shit. Oh yeah, there there ain't no need for that. Mm-hmm. What's another? I actually kind of like the artist, like featuring artists on the. Uh, I'll have another one for you, anyways. Wait, what you got? Call of Duty. Hmm. <sighs> so that's tough. Like you talking about the franchise as a whole, or like franchise as a whole. Oh, so nowadays it's completely overrated. For one hundred percent, for sure, overrated. Back in the day, when it was like actually like you're buying more than just like a formula. Oh no, it's it, it was it was never underrated. I don't think Call of Duty, besides maybe World at War, was ever underrated. It was ever underrated, but it but there were ones that hit more than others. That's what I'm saying. It was at least like there's some things where they're <laughs> overrated, but at least the hype makes up. Like, like at least like the the quant. Oh god, I can't speak tonight. At least the uh, the quality makes up for it. Whereas like sure, like everyone their mother's buying this game on release day, but it's a good ass game. Like people are buying it for a reason. But nowadays, people are buying that shit for no fucking reason. I refuse like, to buy it anymore. Like, pre-ordering a Call of Duty game is, like, it's actually – I got to add it to my Get Me Tight list because, like, you can't be doing that. You can't be guaranteeing those those shills any money. Like, they just don't care about that. They're so anti-consumer nowadays where it's like, oh, you guys want this or you guys want this and it? Yeah, we'll do it at some point. We'll do it at some point and then make you guys feel like we're the best for in- implementing it. Like, we shouldn't have done it three games ago. And we'll, we'll we'll charge you pay to wins and use the same battle mm-hmm. royale for fucking four games. Yeah, no, they hundred percent. They just lost their touch. Like I say it all the time. Like if you realize that like you're out of your glory days, if you're washed up, either stop doing it or like do like a three year cycle or like not a one year. Like the one year cycle is so unnecessary in common era. Like we don't we don't need a new cod every year. Like with the exception of sports games, that's like the only like franchise that i feel like that does that shit we're like every year to the date like it's got to be late october early november it has to come out like it doesn't like like the only people who want that are the people who are like youtubers who like need that to make their revenue which i got no respect <clears throat> for but like they're kind of forcing out an unfinished product like, like yeah the, the way vanguard's looking right now is the zombies is looking hideous like i think zombies is my biggest gripe with the new call of duty games like it used to be in just a Treyarch thing. Now it's just everything. Like everybody's got to have a zombies mode. It's like, if you're going to do even, that, at least make it different, for God's sake. I was, and even when we got the Treyarch one, it was kind of awful. Yeah, like it's, just, it's just average. It's just average. It's like, I, I, I understand you're trying to, like, the people want zombies, but, like, they don't need it every year. Like, you don't need it every year. You don't need a storyline that keeps dragging the old characters' names through the mud. Like, Come up with something new. Like, like I'll, I'll I'll summarize my thought on Call of Duty being overrated by saying that uh, they seem to stop making games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly, at this and be point. creative and be creative. Like their creativity has went out the window. We're like, what, no revisiting pre- World. War, what are we visiting now? Vietnam. This is our third. This, this is our, no. It's our third World War II game. Oh my god! Second World War II game, like in the last three years. That's absurd. Like it's it's unnecessary. Like how World many, how many, cool how many times? Uh, that's what's that? It's a cool era, but how many times do we need to fucking play through World War Two? Yeah, like like it, I thought we were done with that after like the early two thousands, like late two, like early two thousand tens, when that genre was super saturated with games, video, with games, movies, everything. Mm-hmm. Like it was super saturated that genre. And like World War Two is always super saturated, though. Yeah, like it's a very interesting one. Like, like on the history side of it, it's it's really interesting to study and all that. Yeah, stuff it's, sure. it's my favorite era. Yeah, like it, it's a very, very interesting time in every country's history. To be honest, it's almost all of them are involved in it. But like making a third Call of Duty game in twenty years on World War Two, oh, like that's unnecessary. We don't need yeah. that. And it's like 
they call these guns different names, but like there's like three guns used on each side by the each power, like each country. Like yeah, why do we why do we have like fifteen different guns? Yeah, like, like why do you like like it's clearly like there'll be some guns where it's clearly this gun, but like now nah, let's put it, let's change the model number. It's like yeah, whatever. Just stop doing that. Do better. It's, it's unnecessary. Do better, Call of Duty. You ain't even trying. Come on now. Fuck God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck God. I, I'm at, I'm at a point in my life now where I'm gonna say fuck God. Oh, jeez, I, I, I need COD. <laughs> I don't need COD anymore. Like, yeah. I, I honestly refuse refuse to buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely agree with you. But I have a um, I have another one for you, and I think then I think we can wrap it up if that's good with you. Of course, of course. Post Malone. Ooh. See, I think he's properly rated. Okay. I don't right. think he's he's neither over or underrated. Mm-hmm. Like he makes he makes good ass music and he gets a lot of publicity for it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I definitely I'm definitely gonna add that to the uh, the section where it's like you can definitely just say like a neutral rating because like he like some like maybe like some songs that aren't good get a little like overplayed, but like he's a talented. He's very talented, and I, I oh, agree yeah. with you. Right? I put I put him somewhere in the middle. Like he's at times he's overrated, and at times he's not. Yeah. Because like there'll be some song songs that came stuff. out with the weekend. Oh, that's not getting, fucking... not getting sucked as 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 much as it should. Yeah, no, like that, that's a that's a good ass fucking song. It's a really good song. Mm-hmm. But some of his older stuff, like his older stuff, is so good. Like his older albums are famous. Oh yeah, and Sony, some of the songs on those albums, just Beer like, Bentleys. He's just one of those artists where he puts out consistently great music, but like only some songs are like chosen to be like, all right, let's just play these everywhere, which is unfortunate. Like radio. Like radio just chooses some songs to suck the life out of him. It's a shame too, because this happens to every artist. Like Sicko Mode will forever be that song where it's like it's amazing, it's fantastic. But listening to it as much as we did, like in any in any medium you're in, it gets overplayed by far. It, it oh, Sicko Mode. That's what that's what happened with Old Town Road too. That just got like it's a good song, but I just can't listen to it just because. It was ruined. I agree with you. <coughs> so that's oh pretty much God. all I had for the uh, sustain cast today. Yeah, that's all I had to. Got my throat just dried up. I'm you suffering. <clears throat> oh fuck! Jesus. Pardon my bad. Ma- pardon my bad manners. This man dying over here. I am. All right. I'm gonna get my outro. I'm gonna go die. Thank you guys for listening to this. Uh... <coughs> Jesus. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Staincast. I appreciate you guys. Tune in to uh, Thor of the Dark World next week, guys. A lot of anticipation. I'm going to be fucking <laughs> cooked. I'm going to be yeah. beyond cooked. Yes, sir. Thank you, guys for tuning. Thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll see you next week for Thor of the Shit World. Yes, sir. Fuck. <laughs>